It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can run the table. I really do. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast in the state of Wisconsin, and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode is brought to you by Freighter to the Medical College of Wisconsin. Working hard to bring you what's possible for your health, the Freighter and MCW Health Network is transforming the way healthcare is provided and delivered to make it easier for you to connect with the best of academic medicine when and where you need it. Today's episode also brought to you by Brewtown Trading Co. Brewtown is the number one company in Wisconsin for buying, selling, and trading sports cards and memorabilia, and they're giving away Bears Packers tickets. So check them out on social media or stop into their store for more information. Just tell them I sent you. Brewtown, home of the hobby's biggest hits. All right, so with the game tonight, uh, I, I wanted to set the stage a little bit from a league-wide standpoint, a little bit of a 30,000-foot viewpoint here because, you know, when you when you play on Monday, you have all of the games on Sunday and you are stepping into the spotlight, of course. It's a primetime game, of course. But we have more information going into Monday night specifically because everyone played on Sunday. Uh, obviously, teams had buys as well. The Chicago Bears, uh, an NFC North rival, had a buy. I think what we learned is the, the stakes of this game have changed. So I want to talk about that a little bit, and then I'm going to answer some questions in the second half of the show so that if you are late getting to this show, you still have an opportunity uh, to get something out of it. Maybe you're listening at halftime, something like that, uh, so we can, we can answer some questions that way. Um, but I, I want to set the stage here because... Minnesota goes out and they beat down the Eagles. Stephon Diggs gets off the schneid. They take down Philly 38-20 and look like a reborn offense. Kirk Cousins looks really good. Now, part of that is you're playing against a Philadelphia Eagles defense that desperately needs a cornerback. I expect Jalen Ramsey will be in Philadelphia, you know, in mere moments. And it changes the stakes for this Detroit Lions game in this particular way. It looks now, not just because of what happened with Philly and Minnesota, but it looks now after Dallas goes to New York 
and loses in Sam Darnold's return, it looks like the NFC East is going to be a one-playoff division. The NFC South, who knows? Atlanta's out, Tampa Bay's out, but New Orleans and Carolina, those are, those are each going to be at least teams fighting for the playoffs. And then in the West, I mean, are the, are the Rams a playoff team right now? Uh, I don't know. Seattle looks like one, and San Francisco looks like one. San Francisco is on Green Bay's schedule, so they control their destiny with a head-to-head matchup with San Francisco in San Francisco. And not only that, they get San Francisco late in the year when you know we assume Devontae Adams is going to be healthy. We assume the uh, uh, offense has really taken hold. And, you know, maybe this is a, a different team in San Francisco. It's hard to really know, you know, what's real and what's not with them. The other thing about that San Francisco game is it is off a bye week for the Packers. So if the NFC East is a single playoff division, then Green Bay's loss to Philadelphia means less because they will not be fighting with Philadelphia for wild card positioning. And that matters with the Vikings because they already have a win. They already beat Minnesota at home. They banked that win. They already beat Chicago on the road. They banked that win. So now you look at playoff seating in the NFC. You beat Detroit, and you are looking at, if not pole position, priority position for a first-round bye because you play San Francisco still. And you are 3-0 and in your own division. It looks like you're probably going to finish if you win the NFC North with a better record than whatever team comes out of the East. And you're not going to have to be fighting with a team that's you know going to be 11-5, 12-4. Even if Dallas somehow gets it together, even if Philadelphia each somehow get it together, they got to play each other. And we think Saquon Barkley is going to come back and, and be good. And, and does that affect how things happen down the stretch? There's, there's so much to be at play here. But for, for Dallas and Philadelphia to go down the way that they did, and especially for Dallas to lose in New York to a hapless, a winless Jets team, that changes the geometry of the conference. So Monday night, tonight, becomes so much more important now because Green Bay can get to 5-1. and one, They can get to 3-0 and oh in their division with only two of those at home. And so, yes, you still have to go to Detroit late in the season. You still have to go to Minnesota late in the season. The the Bears game late in the season in Lambeau. You want tickets, Brewtown Trading Co.'s got them, and you can win them. You go for free. Sign up for that contest. Shameless plug. Minnesota, I mean, Minnesota has looked good in in a lot of the games not played by the Green Bay Packers (laughs) because they didn't look great in that game. They didn't look good against Chicago, but they the, the Packers are already a game up on Minnesota with the tiebreaker. So now you go 3-0 in the division. Minnesota has two division losses already because they lost to Chicago and Green Bay. So that puts them behind the eight ball and now trying to catch up to what Green Bay is doing. That matters. Even in mid-October here. I mean, we're not even to mid-October. Not technically, if we want to be pedantic about it. And Green Bay has a chance to be 3-0 in the division. 
go perfect in the division is 6-0. You're halfway to 6-0 with another home game in your pocket. Maybe 4-2 is good enough. You'd like to be 5-1. Obviously, you'd love to be 6-0. It's going to be tough to go to Minnesota and win. It's going to be tough to go to Detroit and win. And it's going to be tough to stay at home and beat Detroit. But they have to do it. And if they do it 5-1 through 6 weeks, you have to love the position they're in. And they, and they face the teams that they're going to be fighting for this division. They play Minnesota. They play Detroit. They play Chicago with wins banked. And you get to go to San Francisco in the second half of the season off a bye. And, and that could be for a first-round bye. That's the position this team has put, it, put itself in moving forward. And it is a position that I think a lot of people didn't think they would be in. And if you find yourself in a position you didn't expect to be in, and can't perform, there is help. And it can come in the form of a little pill at BlueChew.com. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Remember, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for anyone who needs a little bit of extra function, or enhancement of their performance in the bedroom. The one place you can take PEDs is in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package so no one-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Go to BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code locked on. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code locked on to try it free. You're worried about the Packers injury report. I get it. But what happens when you wind up on the injury report? The Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network is transforming the way healthcare is delivered to make it easier for you to connect with the best of academic medicine when and where you need it. But what exactly is academic medicine anyway? First, it's rare. There are only 120 academic medical centers in the country. The Freighter and MCW Network is one of only two in the state and the only one in eastern Wisconsin. Academic medicine makes possible leading-edge primary and specialty care, research to find innovative cures for complex diseases, and the education of the next generation of healthcare professionals. It's like having a two-time MVP quarterback under center. You know you're in good hands, and you might just see things you never thought possible. Freighter and MCW physicians have been part of many scientific discoveries of new ways to prevent and treat diseases. Still wondering what academic medicine offers you? Visit www.freighter.com academic. The Freighter and the Medical College of Wisconsin Health Network. This is what is possible. Hey, listen up, FanDuel Fantasy players. Your day is about to get 20% better. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Lockdown Fantasy Football here on the Lockdown Network, and I have an offer for you. Start playing fantasy this football season, and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit. That's up to $500. That's a big-time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit on FanDuel. I love the fantasy contests they have on FanDuel. So many different ways to play, cash games, tournaments. I like to challenge myself there Take my fantasy football knowledge to the next level. Many different types of game formats you can pick from. Main slate, single game, best ball, snake draft, and you can even play private contests with your friends. 
And there's an awesome slate of games on hand every single week. You can get the players that you don't have in your redraft leagues into your lineup. Try to get that big time return on investment. Every week is a new chance for you to win big at FanDuel, and that's what I love about it. Experience season-long wins without the season-long wait. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Agent location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. All right. One of the problems, if there is one, of doing a live show on Fridays is we don't have the technology right now uh, to play voicemails and to play your messages from the Locked on Packers fan hotline. So it is a great opportunity to do that, to to talk about a couple of things that have come across my desk that I've been able to listen to and and think about but haven't been able to play on the show because our mailbag show is on a Friday where we do Periscope. We do a live show. So if you haven't checked that out, I, I highly recommend you do it. You can still, there's still time potentially, depending on when you're listening to this, to go watch it. Uh, we had a lot of fun on those shows and continue to do so. So let's, uh, let's get to some of those and let's start with this one. Hey, Peter, this is uh, Justin from Richmond, uh, and you may have already done a, a show on this. I've been listening since uh, January of this year, so I'm, I'm still relatively new. But the Packers' injuries uh, for the last decade, it just seems, and I know everybody has injuries, but they just seem to pile up, especially on the defense, even going back to the Super Bowl season. And so I just uh, was wondering, you know, what other teams are doing to avoid uh, having so many injuries, especially, uh, you know, for Green Bay in, in particular areas. And I was wondering about, I, I guess, maybe the, the training staff or what kind of new methods the Packers could take advantage of because this team has been hurt, uh, particularly on the defensive end, uh, since I can last remember. But anyway, uh, go Pack. Thanks for your time. So this is interesting because – I actually went back before the season and Football Outsiders has a statistic called adjusted games lost. And they take into account um, the the relative impact of injuries. And, and it's so it's like if your backup linebacker gets hurt, it's different than if your starting left tackle gets hurt. And Green Bay has certainly had seasons when they've led the league in adjusted games lost. What I did is I went back and looked at the data. And I tried to see if there was a correlation between adjusted games lost and winning. And in a single season, of course, there is some sort of correlation. You would expect teams that that are less injured uh, to win more. In a single season, there is some evidence for that. Over the course of five seasons, for example, there is not. And that could be for a lot of reasons. It could be noisy data. It could be because you don't, you can't account for a quarterback versus, uh, you know, a, a running back versus a receiver. That is not built into adjusted games lost, to my knowledge, anyway. What I'm, what I'm getting at here is, to the point that that is made in the voicemail, Green Bay was really injured in 2010, and they won a Super Bowl. They stayed very healthy in 2011 and didn't. And Green Bay stayed very healthy in 2014 and didn't win a Super Bowl. They stayed less healthy in 2016. Got to the same point in the season. And and lost in the NFC Championship game in Atlanta in large part because they weren't healthy. They weren't healthy. So I don't, it, I don't think the point is that Green Bay has done anything different over the long term. They haven't. 
I think what you're seeing though with Matt LaFleur is, and this was true under Mike McCarthy, and and he, you know, he looked at there are all kinds of biometrics that the NFL has at their disposal. There's all kinds of energy tracking and and speed, and you can actually see in real time if a player is slowing down or is running out of energy or is recovering in an ineffective way. There's there's so much sports science out there, and Green Bay had been using it. Matt LaFleur is also into the sports science. Um, and they have been very aware of making sure that they've been given ample time to recover. Matt LaFleur has prioritized recovery. And he has shortened practices to, to aid in recovery. And he's given guys days off to aid in recovery. And you, we can track this now. There is sports science. There are apps for that. Seriously. There are ways to, to quantify how successful recovery is and where someone's body is. And, you know, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't give us a perfect window into, you know, let's say injury risk. But we do know that a player is at a greater risk for injury when his body is not fully recovered, when he is more tired. And, and that doesn't mean that all injuries are the result of that, but but we have pretty convincing scientific data that suggests that is the case. And so when you are giving guys rest, you're doing it to, to reduce the risk of injury and to reduce the wear and tear on their body because wear and tear over time increases the risk of injury. So, you know, I, I think all football teams are wise to use this data. I think Green Bay is using this data. And it is hard to reasonably explain why a team like the Chargers cannot stay healthy. It is it is hard to explain. <laughs> and I've heard from a lot of Packer fans this year going, why, you know, we talked about this on Friday, why can't they stay healthy? Oh, they're so injured. There were, what, 20 guys on the injury report on Friday, and, and the official one came out on Saturday. Three were ruled out. Three. And it's basically two starters. So what? I, I don't understand, I guess, the, the wailing and gnashing of teeth over it. I don't understand why, you know, every team has injuries. Injuries are a part of the game. And you build a deep team so that you can withstand it. The Packers have done that at safety. They moved Will Redman. They moved Josh Jackson seemingly in season to safety. They they drafted Elton Jenkins so that when Lane Taylor got hurt, they had a plan. They played Billy Turner in the preseason at right tackle so if and when Brian Bulaga got hurt, they had a plan. They drafted three receivers two years ago so that if Devontae Adams got hurt, they had a plan. Now, we can quibble over how good that plan is and we can quibble over you know, a lot of different things with, with this receiver room. I, I mean, I sent out a tweet yesterday about this. It is, it is impossible to me to fathom being the kind of fan who can look at what Brian Gutekinds did this offseason and say, yeah, but they could have had Terry McLaurin. Yeah, but they could have had Brian Burns. Yeah, all those things are true. We could play this game every year. The year the Packers could have drafted Alvin Kamara, guess who they drafted instead? Two rounds later, Aaron Jones. If they had drafted someone really good in the third round, it's a better draft. They just didn't. But Rashawn Gary, we don't know what he is. He's a rookie. Darnell Savage is a defensive rookie of the year candidate. Elton Jenkins is 
and well, should be an offensive rookie of the year candidate, is already one of the best interior offensive linemen in the conference or has been this season, is probably already the Packers' best interior offensive lineman, and by ESPN's tracking data, is one of the best pass-protecting interior offensive linemen in football this year. That's a good draft. And we're worried about the receiver they didn't draft in the third round when the guy that they did draft got hurt in the last preseason game and hasn't played a snap yet? I mean, it, 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 all of this stuff is just kind of silly to me. The injury stuff is is a broader conversation and I think is more interesting in that context. I don't understand the complaints about injuries. There's nothing we can do to control it. There is no flaw unless you're constantly drafting guys who have these long injury histories and then, oh, look, they're getting hurt in the NFL. I don't, I don't see how you can blame the team for a lot of that stuff. All right, let's move on here and get another question. Hey, Peter, this is Anthony from Waukesha, Wisconsin, and... I just wanted to ask you about your opinion. I know you talked about it on the show, but I think that I am one of the only people that is not very critical about the Packers offense. Obviously it's not it's not perfect, it's not clean, it's not fluid, it's not fantastic. But for it being a new offense, the Packers are putting points on the board against fairly good defenses. I mean if you look at the points that they're scoring in the games, which is a decent measure of how well the offense is going, obviously depending on the defense they face, where they're playing, etc. I think the Packers, I don't think there's anything to worry about on the offensive side. I mean, I think that they're going to do pretty well against the Lions on Monday, but I was just wondering what your opinion is on how critical people are being about the Packers offense because I feel like I'm the only one who is really not worried about it at all especially coming up to mid-season I think they're really getting back on track so that was just my question slash comment love the show thanks for listening so I don't (laughs) I don't want to uh go on another rant about criticism because I I kind of did it last Friday and I kind of just did it there but I look I understand that this offense does not look the way that a lot of people thought it would. And I was having a conversation with uh, my friend and colleague, Jason Hershorn over the weekend. And we were saying, you know, there's a lot of stuff in this Kyle Shanahan system, you know, the bones of this offense that Green Bay just hasn't really gotten to. And that's the part where I start to, I start to say, you know, Hey, this is, this is where we can be. I don't know if critical is the word, but just sort of questioning. You know, let's see them use play action more. Let's see them use play action more on third and short. Let's see them, you know, go to some of those tight end league plays. We I don't know that we've seen them in regular season once. It was something they ran in the preseason. It is a staple of Kyle Shanahan's offense, those league plays. They ran them in Atlanta. They would run them at least once a game and hit them. And the deep passing game has been off. They haven't been able to hit those deep shots with any kind of consistency. And, and, and deep shots, by the way, are an inconsistent thing by nature. So I don't, I don't want to overstate that. But it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. You expect him to be on the same page with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You know, and I, I, we are seeing a difference. I don't want it to be, you know, the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, this is the same offense. It's not. It's really not, and and the approach is different, and the philosophy is different, and the personnel usage is different, and even if some of the passing concepts are the same and some of the run concepts are the same, how they get there and how plays are stacked, it's just so different. 
there is still, I think what we're waiting for is we're waiting for the time when it just looks easy. And part of that is just continuity. Part of that is just clicking and getting in a rhythm and, and, it, and then it just looks easy. But I mean, you watch Jimmy Garoppolo play. How many times a game is he throwing a wide open guys? Tom Brady, Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees with Sean Payton. Um, Russell Wilson doesn't do it because the, I mean, <laughs> they want they just want to kill Russell Wilson in Seattle. Apparently, I don't know. He's the MVP uh, because they just they just say, "Hey, Russ, just go do the thing." But even you know Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, how many times are they throwing a wide open guys in space? And how often are the Green Bay Packers doing that? I don't think that Matt LaFleur has been the innovative offensive mind we thought he would be, hasn't been the guy that, you know, created a lot of opportunities and made life easier in obvious ways for Green Bay, where all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers gets to throw to open guys and all of a sudden the running lanes are big. I don't know that they, they that they need that. I mean, it'd be nice, of course. They'd be better if that were the case. But again, they're 4-1, and they've won games without Devontae Adams. Uh, they've won games where they haven't played great offensively because this defense has played well, and they can get there. I mean, I still think there is a, a work-in-progress factor here with this offense, and I, I mean, I don't. It, it's not like you can't criticize it because you can. I, I think there, there has been maybe a, an overcorrection against Matt LaFleur because a lot of fans, and I was not one of these people, maybe maybe it was because I had more tempered expectations coming in that I didn't think he was gonna he was gonna save Aaron Rodgers. I didn't think he was gonna turn him into, you know, two thousand eleven Aaron Rodgers. I just I don't think that guy exists anymore. I think he's gonna have to channel that guy at times. And then, you know, we'll see what he looks like the rest of the game. I think he's fine playing the way he played against Dallas. Give the ball to Aaron Jones a bunch. Take advantage of turnovers. I think, you know, if he had his druthers instead of, you know, four Aaron Jones touchdowns, you'd have you'd have two, and Rodgers would have two. But, you know, that's just a, a selfish thing, and I mean, we would all feel that way. You'd rather have the touchdown passes. His numbers would look a lot better if he had the touchdown passes. He is fine managing the game, and that is something we didn't know. That is information we didn't have, and I think it's gone a little bit under the radar. He Rodgers has been fine. He got his game in the, with the Eagles. They needed him to go win a game, and, and he almost did it. And a lot of the other games, they haven't really needed it. And when they needed a drive against Chicago, he gave them one. He has an outside, and, and then two other drives against Philly. When they needed it, he gave it to them. They just couldn't, they just couldn't punch it in. There was some bad luck and, and a, a, you know, a cadre of factors. But it's the kind of thing that Rodgers has said, I'm comfortable winning this way. And so long as he's comfortable winning this way and they're winning, it's really not much to criticize. Before we move on, Peloton is offering a limited time offer. Get $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to OnePeloton.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get started. Listen up, Packer fans. Here is your opportunity to win free tickets to the Bears-Packers game week 15. This game could be for the division, and Brewtown Trading Co. wants to send you and a buddy 
for free. Brewtown is your number one destination in Wisconsin for buying, selling, and trading sports cards and memorabilia. Here is how to enter. You can go to Brewtown store on 76th and Cold Spring, just off 894 in Greenfield to receive five entries to win when you mention Locked on Packers. While you're there, check out the shop. They're always stocked with the hottest releases of wax from Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. Plus, they're always interested in your unwanted sports cards and memorabilia. They're always having events. So follow their social accounts for the latest schedule. Use the Locked on Packers hashtag on the Brewtown Facebook page or on Twitter for another free entry to win tickets. Not local? Check out their live breaks on Facebook or have them ship product directly to your house. Again, Brewtown Trading Co. located just off 894 at 76th and Cold Spring in Greenfield. And on Facebook and Twitter, Brewtown, home of the hobby's biggest hits. David Harrison here, the Locked on Washington football team podcast, celebrating with you a 21-grain salute to a less boring sandwich thanks to Dave's Killer Bread. I don't know about you guys, but when I eat pizza, I eat it for the toppings, not the crust. And when I eat a sandwich, it's for what's inside the bread, not for the bread. But when I throw a sandwich on 21 whole grains and seeds, thin sliced bread from Dave's Killer Bread, it is the epitome of addition by subtraction. That thin sliced bread lets me focus on what's inside the sandwich, but also adds to the sandwich with killer taste, killer texture, killer nutrition, a subtle sweetness, and a seed-coated crust. Dave's Killer Bread is America's number one organic bread for a reason. It tastes so stinking good. Dave's Killer Bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-GMO ingredients and is power packed with whole grains, fiber, and protein. Visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for Dave's Killer Bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store. All right, let's finish up with this. Hey, Peter, this is Jake calling from Indiana. I would uh, like to do a little role play with you here, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get it started. Hey, uh, Brian Gudikins, this is Kevin Colbert over here in the Steel City. Uh, you know, I know Kevin King. He uh, he was a Ted Thompson guy. And, uh, you know, maybe that's a guy you wouldn't have necessarily wanted to draft. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take him off your hands. And uh, maybe I'll give you uh, T.J. Watt. Uh, what do you think about that? Straight up trade. All right, all right, all right. So it's my turn now. I get to be Brian Gudikinst. All right, I'm on the other line. Picture me on the other line in this role play. Ready? All right, so you finish. Hey, Kevin, with all due respect. That's how it goes. That's how that goes. All right. uh, (laughs) Game tonight. And we'll be back tomorrow. That's uh, that's what we do around here. So uh, late Monday night after the game, we'll have our recap show and hopefully talk about a win. And then we'll be back. Uh, it's It's a weird schedule this week with the Monday night game. So we'll go right into crossover Wednesday. I'm trying to get a guest scheduled. Uh, so we can get a secondary conversation, whether it's with a Packers person or a, an Oakland person. I haven't decided yet, so we'll uh, we'll figure that out. 
uh, in the coming days. Best way to be up to date on all that stuff, follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. You could also subscribe. If you subscribe, all of our shows just go right to your phone or your tablet or your device, whatever you listen to podcasts on. There we are. Uh, your, your Bluetooth connected speaker, Google Home, your Alexa, your Bluetooth in your car. If you just tell them to play Locked on Packers, hey, we'll be there. And anytime you want to hit us up, you want to be a part of this show, you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do that, 920-341-3775. It's the best way, it's the only way to stay locked on Packers.